Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host for today, Michael. Uh, Tim has parent-teacher conferences, you know, teacher life, so he is not going to make it today. But don't worry, I'm not alone. We have the incomparable Santiago Casanova, or as you know him, Cass, to the uh, to the Brodo fam here with me today. Very excited to have Cass here, the mastermind behind the app. Speaking about the app, the Fantasy Football by Brodo app available um, on Androids, uh, iPhones, wherever, whatever phone you use, it is available in the App Store. Everything you need to dominate fantasy football, exclusive stats, true values, true matchup rank, which is like a, uh, it's legitimately just a cheat code for um, tight end specifically, but all of the, uh, all of the positions, it's, um, it, you can't find it anywhere else. So make sure you take advantage of true matchup rank. Um, today we have a fun episode as well. News and notes will be coming to you of course then we're also going to do a uh, factor fiction based on players um, outlooks moving forward guys like uh, Jalen Warren um, CJ Stroud just to name a couple and then uh, you know rankings and mailbag questions as well so with that being said why don't we get this started Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast presented by BrotoFantasy.com and the Fantasy Football by Brodo app, the only tool you need to dominate fantasy football. All right, Cass, how do you do, brother? I'm doing all right. How are you? How are you? How's everyone? I'm good, man. Things are things are well. Nice to nice to see you here. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, it's I always a pleasure when you the season. Yeah, during the season, yeah, you were on a, a few heat waves, which was awesome. Yeah, yeah. The, oh yeah, heat wave preseason. Sure. Yeah, it's always nice getting you, uh, getting you on the pod. There's also a nice Fire. Thursday night game going on today with oh, the yeah. Bengals and Ravens, division rivals. Um, I wouldn't say must win for either team, but definitely a uh, a big big game for both teams. So yeah, let's see, let's see how that goes. No T Higgins for the. Bengals, I guess, is the first set of news we could start with, but everyone kind of knew there was going to be no T. Higgins. It's always so lame when a player like T. Higgins, was, who is perfectly fine, and then in practice injures his hamstring, and then he's just out multiple weeks. Yeah, and like this, that's the absolute worst. But with that being said, let's jump right into the uh, the news and notes here. The first one we got here is Puka Nakua upgraded to a full practice, so he's going to be back this week with Matt Stafford as well as we know Puka and Cup have had a a couple uh tougher weeks of late even with Matt Stafford but then like with Brett Rippin and now they're not going to need to use Carson once it seems like but mm-hmm. are you just uh inserting Puka Nakua back into your lineup yes yes I am yeah M- yeah I, I mean yeah not, not even thinking about it <laughs> yeah I think people are going a little bit too hard trying to look into like the nooks and crannies of the uh of the Rams, just play uh, Cup and Akua. Um, Tyler Lockett, a hamstring similar to what we just mentioned about T. Higgins, sidelined for Thursday's practice and Wednesday's practice. Um, he's also a veteran who takes off days, so I do think Friday is going to be uh, more telling for Tyler Lockett, but um, certainly not ideal for him to be missing Wednesday and Thursday's practice. If he's unable to go, I do think JSN becomes a top. 30-ish, maybe top 24-ish wide receiver in that offense um, because, I mean, he's already been on the rise over these last few weeks, but Tyler Lockett is a, a big target commander, so if he's not there, 
I'm certain JSN will receive a nice portion of those touches as well. Yeah. And some breaking news that is going to be all news for when people <laughs> listen to this or watch this, but uh, Mark Andrews is down and that's oh not looking great. Oof. Not a good, uh, not a thing Mark Andrews managers want here. Do you, you have Mark Andrews yeah. in our league, right? I do. I do. You do. Yeah. And plays, by the way. And Lamar Jackson? You have a stack, right? I do right? as well. Yeah. yeah, I have the stack. Oof, that's that's rough for you um, if Mark Andrews has to miss time. Yeah. Fuck, I had to deal with a, a Darren Waller injury. My damn oh, guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, Christian Watson limited for Thursday's practice, but he's, uh, you know, he's been limited all season, but playing. He's just been so much worse this year without Aaron Rodgers, though. I mean, he's losing targets to Jaden Reed, not like Dontavian Wicks, Romeo Dubs. Like, it's been a... Luke Musgrave, it's been a complete mess for Christian Watson. Do you think last year was like a flash in the pan for Watson with Aaron Rodgers? And like this is more of who he is? Or what do you see moving forward with Christian Watson? I mean, uh, you got to take the Rodgers factor into account for one because you go from playing with a great quarterback, one of the all-time greats, if I'm allowed to say that, uh, versus Jordan Love, who is, is not terrible, but he's not good. You know, he's not Hall of Fame level good. Yeah. And the fact that he's just losing targets, it just means that he wasn't special and he was being lifted by the by the quarterback. Right now, I think we see more of what we can expect because like, none of those Green Bay wide receivers have been awesome. Like Reed mm-hmm. has been getting consistent targets, but you know, like mid-level performance, it's not like we have one emergence in that team. It's just they've all been kind of mid, you know? Yeah. So Christian Watson yeah. is, is, is that, ty- that type of player. At the end of the day. Yeah. And it's tough that he can't like you were mentioning mid level players. He's he's not he's been unable to outshine guys like Romeo Dubs and Jaden yeah. Reed, which is not a not a great sign. Mid level. Yeah. Moving on to Minnesota where there's two concussed players. KJ Osborne missed last week's injury, but he was actually cleared from the concussion protocol last week, but they just want to play it safe with him and uh mm. he's gonna be back this week, which makes me more concerned about Alexander Madison, who was limited in Thursday's practice which is encouraging. They do play Sunday night, but they did, um, like I mentioned, they did hold KJ Osborne out. And now yeah. you have Alexander Madison who, and it's a Sunday night game, which makes it a lot tougher for managers. Hopefully we know by Saturday night or Sunday morning as Gus Edwards scores the first touchdown of the game. If Alexander Madison's unable to go, Ty Chandler would be the lead back, presumably. Yep. Um, how, where would you rank Ty Chandler um, among running backs this week if Madison were to be out? Because it's a tremendous matchup against the Denver Broncos, but it's also, you know, the unknown nature of Ty Chandler and yeah. the fact that the Vikings haven't had a running game the entire year, basically. I mean, I've seen some proponents of, of Ty Chandler over or Madison, even like uh, saying you should start him anyway over Madison like not not us but the Minnesota Vikings Mm -hmm. so if those people are to be believed then this would be an upgrade or at least a perfect replacement for Madison in in the role even more so that he's probably not gonna get as vultured by himself so I I don't expect like Nguanu to to have a big role so as of now I'm acting as if Madison is out in all my leagues so, for example, I started uh, Keaton Mitchell instead of Madison in, in one of my leagues with the possibility of plugging him to the flex. Uh, I think in terms of ranking, maybe RB3. I'm, I'm not super excited about starting him. So, like a top-level RB3 and RB27, RB30 performance type thing. What do you, how do you feel? 
Yeah, I think I'd probably rank him somewhere in that area as well. Um, the the issue is uh, the Sunday night game and the fact that Denver's so bad, it makes him more enticing. But we've seen these oh, yeah. guys who are so enticing, um, and they just kind of shit the bed because they're not great. Yeah, Tim makes a random appearance <laughs> during parent-teacher nice. conferences. What's up, Tim? We're going yes. to the news and notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's parent-teachers conference. I just got off with a, like a really, really good student. So it only took me like two minutes to be like, "Yo, your student's fire." Um, so now I'm here for the next a uh, minute because I have five minute nice. intervals. So I just want to say hello to my favorite dudes, and Thank I miss I miss fucking fantasy with you guys today. And that's it. Tim, hello. I saw the nice. uh, I saw the box pop up, like the streamyard box that someone was like entering, and I was like, "What's happening right now?" Oh, also, <laughs> I have some selfish reasons to be here before I go. And Cass, I, both of these guys are in the home league, Cass and Michael, but they're on the spot now, so they have to wow. and they have to answer correctly. All right, should oh, should you should I trade Puka? Like you guys know the deal. So I'm in sixth place. I'm in seventh place. Second, uh, third. I'm sorry, third in the league in points. Eight behind this this fucker right here, Cass. Eight points behind him. Uh, three point. Uh, I'm I'm playing. I'm in seventh. I'm playing the sixth seed this week. All right, and. Chris Olave is on a bye. So I'd have to start Romeo Dobbs in place of Puka Nakua, who I would trade straight up for Chris Olave. That's on the table right now. Would you guys trade Puka Nakua straight up for Chris Olave? I prefer Probably Chris not. Olave rest of season, but you're in a, a win-now type of mode, so it is riskier. Yeah, because you cannot take that zero. Like yeah, I can't. I can't take I, – I mean, Dobbs is a good matchup against uh, the Chargers, but – but He does, range. but he's either going to score yeah. a touchdown or end with 2.5. Yeah, that's the only problem with him. And I think Puka still has pretty – like some stuff down the line, you know? So you guys would stick with Puka? I'm I'm conflicted, but – I know, me too, man. I've been thinking about this shit all day. Yeah, it's, it's not easy. It's not easy, though. Yeah. All right, I, I got to go. My next yeah. person is going to get to the Zoom. Peace out, fellas. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right, now it's back to just me and Cass. Yep. <laughs> back to the news and notes as Tim uh, comes to us for advice randomly. This funny guy. All right, um, where were we? Right, uh, we were talking about the Vikings. Uh, TJ Hawkinson looks like he's going to play. Um, Justin Jefferson is getting in limited practices. We don't know if he's going to play yet. But if he does, fire him up, right? Like, obviously. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. How do you feel about um, Addison if, if he comes back? Uh, certainly not ideal. Um, especially with Josh Dobbs at quarterback and now Kirk Cousins. Obviously, we know right. Josh Dobbs is like having a Jeremy Lin type run here, and he's been very good. But uh, he's not Kirk Cousins. The true throw value isn't nearly there either. So right. I, I do think he becomes more of a wide receiver three flex play. Um, his outlook is clearly better without Justin Jefferson. But hopefully, I don't know. Hopefully, he's able to uh, keep it going because he has had a nice a nice start to the season. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Garrett Wilson was limited in Thursday's practice with an elbow injury. Saw him like rubbing his elbow and dealing with it during the game, um, but he stayed in uh, this past Monday night or Sunday night. It was against uh, Las Vegas, so no real concern there. For me, Pat Fryermuth is going to come off the IR. Was a full participant on right. Thursday um, against the Browns, which is not an ideal matchup for Fryermuth. How do you feel about Pat Fryermuth? If if you're tight and needy, are you okay plugging back into your lineup? Or you want to wait and see. <laughs> Yeah, no, honestly, I'm I'm not like especially for an opposition that like 
tight end where you can probably stream some guys in a, in a more favorable matchup and, and more favorable situation because like that Steelers offense they've been winning but it hasn't been good mm -hmm. uh, so like Firemouth coming off of an injury and, and then just uncertain in, in a bad bad offense I'm not super confident just fire him back up I'm I'm probably trying to stream someone else yeah I'm not starting a Firemouth yeah, you know, no. especially with uh, Deontay Johnson, who was sidelined in Wednesday's practice with a thumb injury, seems slightly concerning. Yeah. Returned to a full practice today, which makes him a lot, uh, a lot um, more. You know, it seems like we know he's going to play um, at this point. Robbie Chosen, Robbie Anderson, hmm. whatever you want to call him, was released by the Dolphins today. Oh shit! If that means anything, I remember when he had that. Uh, Huge year for the Jets. Came out of nowhere. He, I guess, like, I don't know. Like final three games, right? It was They were huge with uh, Darnold, yeah. rookie year. Yeah, then he was expected to have like a big year the next year. He was going in like the fifth, sixth round of fantasy drafts. <clears throat> yeah, he had like out. 100 yards, three consecutive games to end the, game, uh, the season. It was, it was, yeah, uh, he was, it was a big deal. He was very good. Um, Donald Parham returned to practice today. Gerald Everett did not practice. Everett's been dealing with injuries the entire year. Um, Donald Parham interesting um streaming option against the packers if if gerald everett is out like would you start donald parham without gerald everett or pat firemuth mm, probably parham i kind of lean parham too actually yeah um khalil herbert was upgraded to a full participant on thursday so he is going to return this week that's almost guaranteed nice. We don't know how it's going to play out between Herbert, Deontay Foreman, and Rashawn Johnson. Deontay Foreman has been like good to great in the time with uh, that Khalil Herbert has been out with the injury. So we don't know yeah. if Khalil Herbert's going to return to the same workload. I think this is a huge just wait and see type of thing. Do you have mm -hmm. any interest in starting either of these guys this week, or how are you feeling about it? I mean, I I'm guessing that some people are going to need that. Because uh, we got a bunch of uh, a bunch of buys. If you have like B. John Robinson, Alexander Madison, which is very possible, like one in concussion protocol, one in buy, and you have to start running back. E there's worse options. Like uh, Herbert, I, th I think it's a it's a pretty decent plug and play for buy week because we're getting into buy cop buy apocalypse type uh, week. So I'm I'm not against that at all. Mm -hmm. Antonio Gibson has not practiced this week, which is not ideal for him. If he doesn't go, Brian Robinson against the Giants could have a huge week, in my opinion. We just saw Brian Robinson catch six balls, go over 100 yards receiving, and a score receiving touchdown in a in a game where he wasn't even effective on the ground. If Antonio Gibson were to miss this game, are you considering Brian Robinson, say, a top 15 running back, like a must-start running back against the Giants? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think I would too. He has just massive upside if Antonio Gibson's going to miss it. Um, yep. Texans wide receivers, Robert Woods, full practice on Thursday. Noah Brown, one of the best stories in the league the last couple of weeks. Oh, he yeah. did not practice again on Thursday. Now it's back to back days without practicing, which is not ideal. Nico Collins is also expected to return. So Noah Brown's uh, moment of of the spotlight might be uh, dwindling here after back to back mm. huge games. I, I don't know how to feel about Noah Brown. Um, if he does play and Nico Collins plays, what can we really expect from him, right? Like, yep. he's just so risky. 
I know you said you know you got game, Tank Dell but... taking uh, a bunch of targets as well. Yeah, Tank Dell's playing nearly every single snap now too. He's yeah. been the wide receiver one on that team. In the backfield, Damian Pierce did not practice again. Um, there's been like it was shady, like the injury to Pierce. People didn't really know how bad it was. Now people are saying it was probably a um, a high ankle sprain since he mm. is has been out this long. Has not practiced this week, so he's looking like he's going to miss week 11 again tremendous matchup against the cardinals um yep and everything points allowed true matchup rank for devin singletary who just had the best game by far of any texans running back 150 yards and a touchdown how high are you willing to rank devin singletary assuming david pierce is going to be out i mean he's a super solid rb2 i'm not going full confident rb1 he is definitely must start but that's just because most people do two RB spots and a flex, you know. So like, you are at least gonna use one of those spots on on Singletary. He he is for sure someone I'm starting this week, and ranking wise, maybe sixteen, seventeen, something like that. Yeah, I have Devin Singletary in our home league. I'm currently trying to nice. trade him for a wide receiver, um, mm. but people aren't biting because I have Brees Hall, Ken Walker, and Devon a chain returning. Oh, shit. oh, yeah, you which tried to trade me Ken Walker, I remember. Yeah, which is just painful for me because I'm trying to uh, trying to move one of these guys, but no one's biting. Mm-hmm. Our our trade deadline is this Saturday, so I got to get moving. I mean, outside of Achan, like, those are super unsexy names to, to, uh, to try and trade. I would say unsexy. Ken Walker's, a, like, the number four overall ranked running back on the year. He's just been – he did have a couple yeah, of down like, games these past couple y- weeks. You got the narrative with uh, Charbonnet getting uh, – like over getting over him on the on the depth chart, right? Depth chart, sorry. So was that's he over like him on the depth chart? There. I mean, I don't like. Have there been official depth charts? I think like workload wise, yeah. Oh, workload wise, yeah. He's been playing uh, more snaps in in certain games. Yeah. Um, I think that's like about it for the out. yeah for the news and notes. There's nothing else unless there's something that you think I'm missing. Uh, nothing else really seems to be. Notably, mm-hmm. except, oh, uh, Devon Achain, who I just mentioned, likely I mean, to yeah. return <laughs> this week. Yeah, um, Achain, everyone or all the doctors and such were saying four weeks is ideal here. Um, he's going to be back. He should be back at full strength. I'm plugging him right back into my lineup. I think everyone else who has him should, too. Uh, do you have any qualms with just putting a chain back in your lineup? No, absolutely not. Like, if you have him and you see what he does, like, you plug him. All right. There you have it. Um, That is the news and notes segment here. As I mentioned earlier, we are going to be getting into a fact or fiction game. Things like will Jalen Warren and Najee Harris continue to be um, top 24 running backs and things of that sort. Then we're going to go over rankings and and the mailbag questions, of course, for the patrons and by the patrons. Um, you could join us at patreon.com slash protofantasy to get in there. Just $3 a month, Discord access, and a lot more. Uh, with that being said, download the app, and uh, we'll see you in like a minute if you're listening to the next part of the episode. Yeah, yeah. Later.